unless you're wearing Mac Weldon, Mac Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing right now. <laughs> and frankly, even if you are wearing Mac Weldon, brand new Mac Weldons are even better. It's time to order some more, bro. I only I only wear them each once. Mac Weldon <laughs> believes in smart design, premium fabric, simple shopping. We've all, all three of us on the show have bought Mac Weldons. I, this is 100% accurate. The dryer is running right now because I had to do laundry today because I was like, wait, my last pair of Mac Weldons, it's time. Because I'm not going back to Target underwear. It's no. never happening again. All of their products are naturally antimicrobial. They hate microbes. They eliminate odor. Uh, and they want you to be comfortable. If you order a pair of boxers from Mac Weldon, you're like, oh, I hate these. They'll let you keep it. I don't know why, but you'll keep it, and they'll refund you. No questions asked other than, what's wrong with you? Not only does Mac Weldon's underwear, socks, and shirts look good, they perform well, too. You're going to love them. Go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off using promo code REBOUND. Again, it's M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com. Promo code REBOUND, 20% off. They're basically giving the underwear away at this point. Yeah, new new underwear. They're not just giving your underwear away, just so we're clear. <laughs> yeah. is, that's why I'm covered in Mac Weldon from head to toe. <laughs> We we carpeted our basement in Macwell. <laughs> it's antimicrobial, which it's, is great for the kids. And so luxurious. Oh uh, yeah. So you want to lie down in there? Go ahead. Go ahead, kids. Lie down. Uh technology, huh? Technology. Mm. Well said, Dan. Thank you. Uh I'm a technologist. <laughs> Now, Moltz, my question is, why have we not yet gotten you hooked? Mm. Yeah. Mm. I knew I knew uh, this is where Lex was gonna go. Right. Really? But, so like I challenged John and he did not accept the challenge. But Morin was writing article and tweet and tweet and article all about uh this game called Black Box. And I was like, oh I didn't have the patience for it. Interesting. Oh, John. John, have you John, tried John, it? John. Did John. you install it? I did try it. I installed it. I tried it. Um, and I was I was catching up on a game that you encouraged me to catch up on, which was Plants vs. Zombies 2. Mm. And I was so frustrated with that that and I was having a good time playing it. And then, you know, you run up against a wall and I got really frustrated. So I uh, stopped playing that and I thought, I'll play this other game. So I started playing this other game. And I'm like, what? I don't even know what's going on. here. <laughs> That's so the fun of it. I got frustrated with that. And then um, and then I stopped. I uh, well, I am stuck on a level of Plant vs Zombies that I think it, it, this. I, I've had this thought many times, but I feel like this might be it. Like I just can't. I just can't get. It past seems this like level. there's just a lot of instances where they're basically saying, "Oh no, you're going to need to use coins." Oh no, I won't do that <laughs> to no. get through this, and <laughs> no. uh, and then you're going to need to buy more coins because you're going to run out of coins. <laughs> no, this it's really just like uh, I wouldn't even know what to buy at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and it's those zapper things. It's like it's those, you know those power up things that um, will yeah. get you through. Anyway, oh, if you're just turning in, Jimmy, and this is Plants vs Zombie Cast with your host. Well, no, let's go back to Black Box Cast. So if, yeah, if you yeah, haven't so. tried it yet, Black Box is a game that Dan Morin invented, and <laughs> that's not true. But it's it's a puzzle game where to solve the puzzle on each screen, the idea is you're not supposed to have to tap the screen to do it. You're supposed to do other things to solve the screen. I think we'll have to give like an example or two, right, to make well, more the, sense. Well, the example that it uses to sort of walk you into this is essentially like uh, using the accelerator. So you've seen the level in the Compass app. You know, there's a level and there are apps that act as a level, right? You move your phone around. It uses the accelerometer to figure out if things are level or not. And so the initial puzzle, I think, has to do with moving moving the phone, physically moving the phone to, like, line up some circles. Tilting uh, it back yeah, and tilting forth. it. Thank you. That's a, that's a much, better, much better word. Yeah. That's a much better 
verb. Thank you. I um, have the best. I have the best words. You have the best. I buy all of my words. <laughs> Premium from John Maltz. Um, and so all of them are in some way related to something about the phone that is not, as Lex said, using the screen. So whether it be the sensors in the phone or some of the other like external features, the button, like it's it's clever as hell. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It's really hard. Like I've I've talked to uh, several people about it now. At one um, point, you have to like just you have to hit the home button to like you actually close the app and then get back in. Spoiler, and that's like dude. that's like one of the things. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I've had it with this. I've had it with this app. <laughs> oh, see, I, I think it's I think it's super clever. I really I can't even tell. Apps. I can't even tell what level I'm on. I mean, I don't even know what this. It's, oh, oh it's do, you very... need, do you need some sort of convenient yes, numerical I do. progression? I'm too stupid for this game. Okay, let's put it that way. If that makes you feel better, I'm think happy to say the box, that Moltz. I'm too stupid. Think outside the black box. This is exactly what I did. I stopped playing it. I stopped. I started playing something That's else. the only way to win, in fact, is not to play. <laughs> the only way to win is to put the phone down and walk away. Um, so Lex and I have been going back and forth, and Lex helped me with one that I was stuck on, and I think I helped Lex on, on a couple that he was oh, stuck couple, on. Yep. Um, and I think I'm pretty close to finishing at least the, the ones that are included. He's working on more puzzles, but I'm, I'm pretty close to finishing the ones that are included in the initial release. Uh, and in fact, the ones I have left, I think, are ones I know how to solve. I just can't do it right now, <laughs> which is one of the fascinating things about this game is like there's lots of puzzles that you can figure out. And then once you know how the puzzles are constructed, figuring out how to actually solve them is like a whole different layer. <laughs> I found it to be a lot of fun, actually. I've, I've, I think I've completed forty six challenges and more, and has forty seven, which I'm fine with. Um, the, but I, it's, it's just very clever. So if you, if you, I, I hate puzzle games that make me feel stupid. So when Dan was writing about, it, I was like, no, nah, this is gonna make me feel stupid. Forget it. And then I got it anyway because I don't know. I'm very susceptible to Dan's wills, <laughs> and uh, I really enjoyed the experience of playing the game. So there you go. And hey. I, I unintentionally found something I wasn't supposed to find in the game. I found like this developer debug menu and it like it has a giant note in all cap letters do not mess with this this is not a meta puzzle uh you will break things if you touch this and so i took a screenshot and sent it to the developer and said is this a meta puzzle and he said no <laughs> do not touch it yeah, this is not a puzzle is usually considered pretty sacrosanct among puzzling enthusiasts like you don't mess around with that i guess um yeah, yeah. so I, I i like it a lot um uh, this guy ryan mcleod who developed it um he developed last year he did an app called uh gravity that was a way to use the phone as a scale like you put stuff in a spoon and put it right, on the right. phone and it can measure stuff and apple i think tossed it saying like hey that's not really what we meant for you to do with that but he's a very clever guy uh and all the puzzles that he has come up with here are extremely tricky and and a lot of fun so if you like puzzle games and, and you're going to get frustrated and a lot of these puzzles are things that you have to you literally have to put down and come back to later in order to get an idea of how they work yeah, so. it's actually the, the best and worst feature of the game is that I had to actually get up sometimes in order to be able to solve something. And <laughs> Not oh. just get up sometimes, That's but like sometimes you'd have to like, I have to put this app away right now. And then you come back like the next day or in a few hours. No, I understand. But I'm yeah, saying like yeah. literally to solve some puzzles, yes, I had to you move had to... from my seat. And I know. That yeah. I know that's, that's hard for you, but it's good for it's good for your body. I guess. I haven't played a lot of new games recently, so it was nice to find something that kept my attention. Yeah. Well, so what app do you recommend, John Moltz? <laughs> What's your pick? I did. I did. Was not. No one told me beforehand that we were supposed. That's to That's what picks. makes it so fun. So, it's off the cuff. Yeah. Well. 
I really love the built-in mail app. Have you guys tried that one? <laughs> Game Center. Uh, gee, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Uh, it's like I wish I could uh, pick, you know, just well, have something oh, okay. um, off the top of the head. But can I can I interject then with sort of, of a tangential, right uh, a tangential? So uh, you know. I think there's been a lot of talk recently about, and there, there's been this this topic has come up numerous times since the App Store opened. But you know, the the whole indie app development economy. Uh, I think there's been some chatter recently about you know the sort of the state of that. And I agree. Like you know, I don't. Know, I look at my phone. I've got probably a hundred some apps on here, maybe 150. Um, I don't use most of them recently, but I download things, try them out, and sometimes I don't delete them. And I leave guy. them around, or I think. <laughs> well, you guys don't del- download apps and leave them around and be like, "Oh, that's that's useful in this like once every yeah, no, gotta, once a while scenario," but then you forget oh, yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, and so I guess my question is: is uh, have has all the low hanging fruit just sort of been taken, and there's really there's nothing new under the sun? As it were. Wow, this got really depressing. Well, no, I mean, look, wow, there's, space, yeah, really. there's face swap live. So that's new. <laughs> Are you guys familiar with Face Swap? I've seen it. I've seen the end results. We'll put it that way. No, I think oh, you man. can. You might be able to figure out what it does, though. Yeah, I think I got it. It's um, it's the movie Face Off, but in app form. Yeah, Essentially, I can, yes. I can send you a really horrifying one that I sent to Amy Jane Gruber. <laughs> uh, it's truly horrifying. I will. I will. Um, I will. I message it to you both, and we may put it in the show notes. But it's okay. it's highly disturbing, so you should be prepared. Okay, I'm trying to embracing myself. Are you embracing yourself, or I, I, well, I'm always embracing myself. Um, I'm just I'm not going to sit here and wait for a picture to show up so we can talk about it. Uh, no, but I, no, I'm with I'm you. But I'm just saying, like, there's. <laughs> I think, the, but no. So I mean, Face Swap Live is a ridiculous example, but uh, there are. I, I feel like there's still a lot of untapped areas of app development, which is, <laughs> is to haven't tapped yet. Oh God! Wow. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way okay. until <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. No, that's okay then. <laughs> Dear God. Ah, why did you who, send that to me? Who is the other person? I, I have face swapped there with John, John Gruber. Gruber. Yeah, that's clearly John Gruber. In a district. <laughs> <laughs> really? You think it's clearly, more, it's clearly John more, Gruber? I knew I got it from context. <laughs> well, the yeah, more okay. I stare at it, the worse it is, though. <laughs> it's like, it's horrifying. It's um, horrifying. There's nothing good about that. I yeah maybe so am I just too jaded about about the uh, the state of app development? I yeah. feel like there's more. There, yeah, I think, I think, I think you're. I think you're too jaded. Yeah, uh, I've written a lot about apps <laughs> in the last <laughs> many years. I wish there were just more with better stories. More, more, more games. Apps. You mean more games with better stories? I'm not yeah. just talking about games either. I'm just talking yeah, about I know, apps, but I'm talking right now. Oh, I'm talking fine, about games. fine. We'll talk about games. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> tough crowd. <laughs> Once again, Dan is just determined to fight me. I am not. <laughs> Do you feel that way about the Mac, though? Like, at some point, there is, like, in terms of, like, productivity and getting things done and whatever else, like, there's a finite number of apps that they're going to Oh, yeah. Do. I don't feel like that. I yeah. mean, I haven't, like, found a new Mac app that's sort of something I use every day in a really long time. I can't remember the last Mac app I downloaded and was like, this will be an invaluable part of what I do. <laughs> Ulysses is the last one that I I have never I really got. tried. I know they just had a major update. It took me it took me a while to get into it. Well, I'm, I'm a finally, Scrivener guy. I'm finally there, in it. I have in so it. much like in Scrivener that, right. that moving to Ulysses just didn't seem like it offered me enough to make it worthwhile. Yeah, 
Ulysses is, is one of them writing apps. Yeah. Scrivener. Uh, someday, and someday Scrivener will have an iOS app. <laughs> yeah, they're working on it. They're working on it. <laughs> working on it for like eight well, years. Well, yeah. <laughs> they want to get it right. There's, there were, they've, had some, they've had some challenges. Yeah. And I, and I love Scrivener. I mean, I think Scrivener is fantastic. It's a, it's a wonderful app. Just, yeah, I mean, know. the only thing that makes me sad about it is the lack of the iOS version, which I believe right. is is coming sooner rather than later. But yes, they've had they've had a number of development challenges with that. It's hard, yeah. man. Um, and so, other than that, though, I mean, it, not having an iOS version on that has made it occasionally inconvenient, but not something that means like, oh, well, I should just throw this out, right? Like, I still do most of my writing on the Mac, anyways. Um, and so, Scrivener, the fact that it works on the Mac, fine. On the Mac, yeah, yeah, it doesn't doesn't really. Okay for you doesn't really affect me that's okay for dan that's great for me it's not just okay <laughs> it's wonderful it's fantastic uh yeah i think the last major app that actually changed the way i you know sort of do stuff is probably like slack and it's not even that slack is that good an app I mean, yeah it's fine i mean but it's mostly like a it's web app right <laughs> yeah yeah uh, but it's the last major sort of app i've used that has actually changed the way i work socialize etc yeah I have an app that encourages me to quit Twitter. Uh, it just hasn't worked yet. I just keep trying it. But I'm hoping Doesn't that's going to be the one that has the big impact on my life. Like, hey, <laughs> stop tweeting. <laughs> hey, Johnny, stop tweeting. <laughs> yeah, it does have that accent. Um, uh, it's that I, guy. It's Adam's friend. <laughs> the guy from the... Uh, what was that? What's that app? Um, that productivity app. Checkmark. The guy check from the checkmark ad. Yes, that guy. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. I was going to use another Adam Lissagor advertised app recently. I was going to use uh, the Notary app. I think it's called Notarize. Oh, yeah. And it oh, lets yeah. You, get, you can notarize anything. for. Tw- and I didn't know what the cost was. It was like, I know you can get anything notarized. And I go through the whole thing, upload the document, get ready. It's like, okay, it's going to be $25. I'm like, $25 is just beyond where I'm comfortable saying, let me just do this because it's on my phone and easy. Uh, and I called my bank and said, what does it cost for me to get something notarized? And they said, $0. And my bank is two <laughs> minutes away by car. And I said, all right, that's worth it. <laughs> I, I mean, I just don't have stuff that needs to get notarized that often. I mean, what are you notarizing? Just like random stuff around the house? Could you notarize oh, yeah. these cookies for me? I was like, my, wa- I, I, my wife I is want- a notary. So. Oh, oh really? wow. Look is at she this allowed guy. to notarize your stuff? Is that allowed? I don't even know, actually. <laughs> well, because like Dan, I never have anything that needs to be notarized. So Yeah, I mean, it happens for me like twice a year. So to remember that my bank does it for free, like I always forget. And then I start calling around. and then like, <laughs> Hello, oh, Mr. Friedman. Yes, it's free. Remember, we talked about this six months ago. <laughs> yeah, that's what they say. Uh, actually, while we're talking about things you can spend money on that make sense for you. Uh, listen, we've all bought, and this is 100% true for us. We've all bought electronics, right? Whether you go to the electronics store, if you buy it from Amazon, if you Not buy it from me. the Apple store, whatever I it is. I think so. And you're getting, when you're at the store, and this happens when you check out on Amazon too, by the way. You're getting ready to check out, and the cashier or the Amazon modal comes up, and it's like, hey, want to buy the extended warranty on whatever it is you're buying? I hate that. We've all been there. And I always just say no because your assumption is they're going to charge you too much. And when you need to use it, you won't even be able to find the receipt anyway, so they're not going to honor it. So everybody's like, ah, screw you and your extended warranty. But did you know? <laughs> That if you're buying a $1,400 TV, they're going to charge you $180 for two years to protect that TV. But here's the truth. That warranty really costs $35. The store pockets all the margin, and you're left paying way more than you should. But our sponsor, Upsy, is changing this for you. Upsy is the new way to warranty. With the Upsy app or on their site, you can protect all of your devices for 50 to 90% off versus what they charge in store. 
You can protect smartphones, TVs, laptops, appliances, and many more, all at fair prices. And Upsy keeps the warranty and receipt, so if you have a claim, you can start the process easily. That TV I spoke about earlier would have cost $54.36 to protect for two years with no deductible with Upsy. The Upsy app is super easy to use. You can go in there, you say, hey, here's the thing I want to have. Here's a photo of the receipt. They'll keep track of it for you, and then they'll tell you what, what they would charge for the warranty. When it's time to make a claim, it's all done in the app or on their website. Upsy allows you to get your stuff fixed locally, so you don't have to go without your phone or laptop. Or you can choose to send it in. They want to fit into your life whatever way you want them to. Follow the thousands that have chosen Upsy to protect their stuff. Go to Upsy.com, U-P-S-I-E.com, and use promo code REBOUND for 10% off your first two purchases. That's Upsy.com, U-P-S-I-E.com, and use promo code REBOUND for 10% off your first two purchases. It's a pretty novel idea for a company. Dan, wondering if there's innovation in the app world anymore. And uh, the, the app's actually very, very simple to use. You're going to like it. And uh, it's uh, much cheaper than any other warranty I've found. So give it a look. Thanks, Upsy. What's that URL again? That's upsie.com. Oh, thank you. I'm starting a, uh, a, a new site called Daisy. Daisy? We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna meet up. <laughs> Daisy Upsy. I don't know where I'm going with that. Um, <laughs> You know, it's interesting, uh, speaking of buying electronics, I've been on my dad to buy a new TV for since time immemorial. I went over this week to help him out because he was having, he wants to figure out, so I basically set up, they have a, this is, this is the insanity that is, that is my parents sometimes, uh, whom, whom I love dearly. Uh, they have a Blu-ray disclaimer. player, disclaimer, <laughs> they have a Blu-ray player in their living room connected to a 27-inch Sony CRT. Now, you might think to yourself, am I really getting the most out of my Blu-rays on a 27-inch CRT? And the answer would be, no, you aren't. Um, but it also, it's one of those, you know, players that now has, everything's got like Netflix built in. So I think it has Netflix and a few other streaming services built in. Um, and so he was trying to figure out if he could turn on the captions. And I'm like, oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> so I spent a while like going through, the, and it's just one of the worst interfaces ever. Uh, and I remember you guys talking a couple weeks ago about Netflix streaming quality and the streaming quality. It's not even just the TV is the TV is so crappy. The streaming quality on it is pretty terrible as well. Um, and so I could not figure out how to turn captions on for Netflix. And I you know, was hoping this is going to be like the thing that pushes them over because um, I set up the, my old Apple TV for them in their in their bedroom because they have like a small flat screen up there and actually has an HDMI port. Uh, and they've actually sort of started to get on board with that. Uh, my dad is enjoying the Netflix series. My, my mom likes to call it black is the new orange. Um, uh, Damn, your mom's racist. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing that this got me thinking about was how confusing even what we consider as very simple technology is like, cause whenever I see technology through their eyes, like, Oh, I just set up this thing. It's really easy to go watch these shows. All you do is press this button, this button, this button, this button. And I like, I can see their eyes glaze over after about, you know, two, three seconds. Uh, and it's one of those things where I think it's interesting to get that perspective on technology for something, you know, we think all this Apple technology obviously is very easy to use and it, really is in comparison with a lot of the other stuff out there but that said it's still often very complex for people who don't really have that tech savviness or aren't just accustomed to using that and i think that's you know a lot of people have grown up with this now so we have you know an advancing society of people who all are very comfortable with technology but it really is interesting to get that 
different perspective sometimes when I see it through someone else's eyes and be like, oh, wow, this is actually really annoying. <laughs> the uh, the solution is uh, a giant remote with a button for every show. <laughs> <laughs> or just a voice-activated system where you can just say, I want to watch this show. It, well, yeah. it is like, I don't know if shocking is the word, but it is something how shitty TV still is in terms of what you're describing, like the interface. Like, anytime... You get anything new for your TV, and you're like, you're exactly right there. It's like, well, even just you know to show my wife or kids, it's like, oh, you're gonna turn like my kids know now how to switch to the Roku or how to switch to the TiVo or whatever it is. But it's like they know it by I'm gonna press this button on like they, they mess with the remote for power and volume, but not for input switching for whatever reason. So they'll go up to the, the yeah the um, the receiver and they'll hit they're the more button hand, four they're times. They're more hands on, like my, yeah. right? And it's like, but it's just it's weird that it's still this shitty because it really is shitty to figure out like. Like input swapping, especially when you've got multiple devices that all have their own inputs, because we've got the receiver that's connected to the TV. Yeah, that's but then it doesn't have enough inputs, so you got to have stuff that's does, directly. Right, right, the right. TV. Does, does anybody have a TV that has enough HDMI inputs? I currently do, but only because I'm. I took you know I unplugged some stuff right like I got a new Xbox so I can unplug <laughs> well, the old count. Xbox. <laughs> well, uh, but, well, I mean I don't need the Xbox 360 right like I have a new Xbox right. so right now I'm just like right now I am perfect I'm using all of the HDMI ports if I get so, one more thing I'm screwed. My TV actually has enough, but the speaker on the TV is not good enough, so the receiver doesn't uh-huh. have enough. The receiver has like three or four, but I need five, so a couple have to go directly into the TV. It's a bit. <sighs> Uh, yeah, I not, none of my neither of my TVs has. I mean, one one has one because it's <laughs> what is it from the eighties? Eleven years? No, it's eleven years old. Right. Um, and uh, and the other one has two. <laughs> yeah, that's because it's like, ten years old. And that's the thing. Just, the annoying like thing eight. about TVs is that's what they get you on, right? Like they totally. It's so dumb because I don't think you know. It's not like extra HDMI ports cost that much. Like, are that big a feature? Like, you know, oh, you're you're the best feature. Your feature of your TV is not how great your picture is or how big the screen is. It's how many things you can plug how into many it. Ports you have. Uh, in what other <laughs> field personal. is that a thing? <laughs> so I I don't know. That's really no. I I made sure when I bought a new TV a couple of years ago. I made sure it has four. Like that was that was it. It ended up being a differentiator for me. Was that it's not as important like for me to get a gigantic, super high resolution television as it is for me to be able to plug four things into it. It actually feels disruptible to me if I can use that shitty word. Like I could imagine somebody, and maybe it exists. I don't know, but I could imagine somebody kickstarting a hardware device with some intelligence that would just be you know like twelve HDMI inputs and one output with the concept being that software in that device could tell like it has to be able to switch inputs for you automatically like say okay this is the one that's you you want to be watching some and that's going to be tricky because like Roku, that, right some can do it but you want to be able to do it for like a an absurdly large number of hdmi yeah. sources well, I feel or maybe like. you just want fewer hdmi sources <laughs> it's also possible <laughs> but i'm saying like to make that device really work it's not enough just to know this one is sending signal because the roku and the apple tv well the apple tv is not but the roku is always sending a signal it's just a lot of times it's the roku yeah. screensaver so it'd have to be smart enough to be able to say okay not enough of this picture is changing to assume that this is what you really want like you know ours, I mean? ours detects our switcher detects which is the last one that you know whichever one just got turned on Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll switch to the thing that you just turned like, on, which is which is kind of good. What? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nothing. Um, so if you you know you're if you turn it on and it's got the the Wii U, you just turn on the Xbox and it switches over to the Xbox. It's smart. That's okay. 
I mean, it's, okay. better, it's better than nothing, but it's not, it's not, always, it it's not always correct. But yeah, this is disruptible. I think, Dan, you and John should start this company. Lissacle <laughs> will make a video. You'll it's called, it's called Daisy. <laughs> I, I've already I've told you. I've used that name for a product. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good, actually. Because you get the logo, the logo would work, right? It'd be like a little flower. It's a daisy. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's a daisy. Yeah. No one else takes And this. the device, the device should it's be like around. A, it's like a daisy yeah. chain. Uh-huh. 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 Are you getting yep. it? It's not three <laughs> it's devices, not, John. It's just actually one device that we plug Are things into. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason it would be three devices. It only does this one thing. <laughs> it's just too good a line to leave unused. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, You know, for years, people talked about Apple making a TV, right? And I mean, oh, when I say people, I mean Gene Monster. Gene Monster. Yeah, for years, Gene Monster. Gene must, Gene must watch a, sh- watch a shit ton of TV. <laughs> You know, I mean, he, he probably he doesn't even clearly, watch TV. He clearly wanted that so badly that, uh, well, he put all, it's like he went into a casino and like was playing Apple's next product roulette and put all of his money on Apple TV. <laughs> maybe he did. Maybe that's, maybe that's exactly what it was. Uh, it's quite possible. I don't know how the in- investment analyst, uh, business works. Um, I, and I think for all the reasons that have been discussed over the years, it didn't really make sense for them to get into that market because it is such a commodity market. Um, you know, and I see that like when I try to help my dad shop for TVs, you know, or when I was looking at buying one for myself, it is just, it is an enormous market, right? Like you can look at, it's like every single vendor is like Samsung Android phones, right? Where it's like, they literally have like 30 different models and trying to figure out what the difference between them is just makes your head hurt. And so there is something attractive to the idea of Apple being like, here is the one television you need. You make it in small, medium and pro. Um, <laughs> pro television, you don't want to know what that's about. Um, and they start at $2,000. Yeah, they start at $6 million. Um, and, you know, I, I can kind of dig that. Um, I think Lex is right that the finding some way to have these smart, the, the set-top boxes and the HDMI sources be smarter about sort of the the content is the is the trick because the the tv makers are kind of in the same position as to a certain extent like cable providers where it's like really your device is just a dumb device it's a thing we want to plug other stuff into it's a monitor right you know and you're trying to sell us your branded service like my my tv has like netflix streaming and a bunch of other services on it i never use them yep um and so that's their attempt to be like oh we're like we're like super important in players in this market. <laughs> uh, but it's it's just terrible for the most part. And and honestly, but they they'll never just consent to necessarily being like dumb TVs, right? The uh I will say the TiVo Romeo's Netflix app is pretty good. The Amazon app's okay, but the Netflix app's pretty good. I sometimes have done I'm not even switching over to either of the two set top boxes what? that are for streaming, and I'm just using the TiVo's built in one because it's like, hey, I can avoid hitting the input button. So that button is button is hard. It seems like buttons. Amazon could make a TV, right? I mean, <laughs> they listen to this show. Don't say that. Now they're going to make another thing, John. <laughs> well, no, I think well, John's, I mean, John's you know, right. if they took if they took the Alexa and integrated it with the TV, that you know, it, slap the Amazon Basics on there. Well, that's the that's, thing. You're exactly right, right that the Amazon Basics brand is like kind of where you would want them to go with that, right? Like, you know, yeah, right. Just like a and just, and you know, and then it. I mean, maybe they do just make a generic monitor thing that connects right. to your, to your echo, to your and fire stick. There's, yeah, I can't really, it's stick. probably got a built in fire stick, right? 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I'm well. I think you would. You know, you need something. You need some sort of fire stick echo combination, right? Because you, you want that. Well, the voice. fire stick has the echo built in now. Like I don't know if you realize. Like, oh, it does. So it does yeah, have the, the fire. The fire TV, the fire TV does. The stick does not. Oh, the fire TV does with the stick. There okay. Okay. What he said. Right. Yeah, and it's not always on. It's like it's the you got to press the button. Yeah. On the All right. Well, then there you go. Like my TV or your Siri on so your Apple like TV. A, yeah. So. Yeah. Guys, really quick, as you may know, I mean, I don't know if you're too nerdy for this, but you might know. March Madness is is basically underway at this point. You're probably scrambling to figure out which teams are good this year. And you all know if you're doing any kind of like office league that some schmo like me who knows nothing about basketball is going to randomly fill out the bracket and beat you anyhow. So she won that. What you really should be doing, though, is not figuring out your brackets, but figuring out how to get a good, clean shave at an affordable price. And by the way, if you like Cinderella stories, a startup by the name of Harry's is taking on the Razor Giants and winning guys over left and right. So they just shipped me. Um, I've been a Harry's customer for a long time. I get new blades sent to me every few months. They ship me a new razor. They ship you guys razors too? I've, I, I, yeah, I've gotten that. Yeah. And so they, they ship me a, a new razor with their, their shaving cream, and I have been using that. And I, <laughs> I was thinking about it today. I didn't even know if I had a Harry spot today, but I was shaving this morning. I'm like, man, this razor is like an eraser for the hair on my face. I, in, I guess all razors are, but I was actually very impressed with the shave I was getting from the Harry's razor today. It was good. Were you, were you shaving your face or John Gruber's? Uh, <laughs> I was shaving my face. Okay. I was imagining John Gruber's. Uh, <laughs> Harry's blades are super sharp, and they provide a close, comfortable shave. Um, you know, if you live in one of those places where the drugstore has the razors locked behind a glass case, and you have to ask somebody, like, it's worse than asking, like, hey, can I get some condoms? It's worse than that. It's worse. Because <laughs> you have to, like, you feel like a criminal, and you're not a criminal. Just order your razors. Can online. I have some razor blades and cold medicine? <laughs> <laughs> and condoms. And condoms. <laughs> and some tampons. Just put it all in the box. But you know what? <laughs> With Harry's, you can just do it all online, and they'll ship it to you automatically. And it's they're not sneaky, right? They're not like, hey, they're, we're going to get these guys and just bill them all the time. No, they're going to email you, hey, you're you're soon expecting to have more racers shipped out to you. Do you want to snooze in, or do you want it to come? And sometimes I need them, and sometimes I don't. And they're great. They're the only shaving company that has these two qualities combined. Boom. Amazing quality. Boom. Low prices. Double boom. Quality. German engineered. Five blade cartridges. Close, comfortable shave. I used it today. There's no cuts. No burn on my face. Trust me. Quality guaranteed. Full refund if you're not happy. Factory direct prices. No middleman. They ship right to your door. They sell their blades at half the price of the leading brand. You know who it is. Over one million guys have already made the switch and thousands more switch every single day. Man, we're in the wrong business. Why pay $32 for an eight pack of blades when you can get them for half the price at harrys.com? The Harry starter set is an amazing deal. For just $15, you get a razor, moisturizing shave cream, and three razor blades. Harry doesn't like to discount because their prices are already really low. But John Moltz went to them and was like, guys, you need to discount for the rebound listeners. And they're like, okay, for you, we will, John. Special offer for our listeners. Harry's will give you $5 off your first order with promo code REBOUND. Stop overpaying for a great shave. It's in all capital letters. You know what they mean. It's stop overpaying for a great shave. Go to harrys.com right now. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S.com. Enter the code REBOUND to check out. Get the Moltz-inspired $5 off deal on your first order. You're going to like the shave. Trust me. Trust John Maltz. So, so that's that's straight out of art of the deal, man. Do that's, not yeah, do not trust John Maltz. Um, <laughs> Don't trust Arnold. So should we talk about? So we're less than a week as we record this. We're less than a week oh, away yeah. from an Apple event. Woo-hoo. Oh yeah. So new, what new are phone, your, baby? What are oh okay? I know what John's most anticipated announcement is. Lex, yeah. what's your most anticipated announcement? I honestly have no idea. Like I'm gonna be. 
envious of whatever new iPad they come out with that is like an iPad Pro but is some other size. I do like my giant iPad. I'm a big fan. I'm about to go on a three-day work thing, and I'm taking that as my only computer. But, you know, it's going to be a new iPad, so I'll want it. I'm not going to get it, but I'll want it. It'll be basically just be a smaller version of what you have now, right? <laughs> basically what you are, Dan. Uh, <laughs> thinking about that one hold on it's funny because he's taller than i am Um, i was gonna say isn't he larger than you there's not many people who are but uh he is uh i i I don't know i i'm actually i'm going with this this is my answer i am excited to see what nobody's predicting yet like i want to be surprised by something that's what i'm in the mood for i'm shutting down apple we decided the fbi is right (laughs) and i'll also be mad if there's like some new apple watch like new apple watch (laughs) fans fine but if there's a new apple watch that's like everything that my current watch should be and isn't, then that'll piss me off too. So I, I think that's unlikely to happen. Yeah, I think that's unlikely. Uh, from what I've heard, new new small phone for John, new Yay. iPad for Lex. Um, I actually it. will go with, um, I'm kind of interested to see the, the uh, revisions to the MacBook line is what people have said. I think uh, I've heard 13, uh, the 13 and 15 inch MacBook Pros are going to get slimmed oh, down. Is that, okay. Uh, I was hearing some people talk about the fact that 13 inch, the rumored 13 inch MacBook Pro would be a solid, it would sort of obviate the need for the 13 inch MacBook Air because it would be much lighter and much more powerful. Yeah, are they going to, how many ports do you think you're going to have on that new MacBook? Oh God, at least two. Zero. <laughs> well, it's still a pro. It's still a pro. It'll so. come charged up. <laughs> Your pro product needs more. <laughs> when it's uncharged, you just throw it Enjoy. away, buy a new one. Enjoy. Uh, yeah, you can crank it, uh, spin it, pop it. I don't know. Um, shake it. Shake it. Like uh, Polaroid picture. Uh, pop it. Bop yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I mean, I have an 11-inch MacBook Air. They're not making... It doesn't seem like there's any future for the 11-inch MacBook Air, which is, saddens me because, you know, the 12-inch MacBook is is very pretty. I've seen them in the wild a few times now, <laughs> roaming. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> but it, the lack of ports, like Lex is saying, that just kills me. Like, unless they... And, and, well. and the 12-inch MacBook, from what I heard, is a, uh, it's kind of an underperformer right now. It could do better, is what I'm saying. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... I think the next one will hopefully be a, a decent upgrade. But, but the Pro line getting small enough that it sort of replaces the Air is kind of... Make, I mean, the Air going away kind of makes sense, right? Yeah. Like, you're going to have the 12-inch MacBook that's super light and not so powerful. You're going to have a 13-inch, like, Pro that kind of sits between the Air and the Pro the, as they are now. And you're going to have a 15-inch Pro. And really, what else do you need? Like, simplifying that product line makes a lot of sense. Yep. So, I'm... I I'm interested to see what they do and what they decide to do for those you know changing the ports because the direction of the thirteen of the MacBook Pros is going to dictate sort of the direction of the overall laptop lineup. Don't they usually bump the um, the MacBooks at WWDC though? I mean, usually sh- they usually sh- were you going to say usually schmoozy? I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Schmusely, wow. John. Schmusely. I mean, they, they, the laptops have getting revised at any number of different events over the years. I, I think if they don't do them this, you know, if they do them in March, and the whispers I've heard about that suggests they are essentially ready to go. Um, and if they're waiting until June, like the processors, not that they get any slower, but like they won't be quite as brand new as they will be if they come out next week, right? Yeah. Uh, so I would sure. guess June is primarily focused on software. Okay. 
maybe a new watch. I don't know. I feel like a watch is a fall thing. I think June is going to focus on an event where okay. they talk like this the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Tim Cook. <laughs> We're releasing the best new version of Mac OS. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that they announce some more new betas of iOS 9.3 at the event. Like That would be exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be great if they come out on stage. iOS 9.3, we want to get it exactly right. So I'm here today to announce beta 8. <laughs> well, hey, you know what? I mean, you can't complain about Apple software quality and then complain that they're shipping too many betas. You're right. And I, I will tell you, I have had no issues with any of the betas. I've been running, I do the, the public betas, not the developer betas, because I'm lazy. And uh, I love them. Like, I run it and it's, there's no, the only issue that I have. Uh, which I don't fault Apple for, is that the TiVo app won't let me stream or download shows from my TiVo because it thinks I'm running a jailbreaked version of the operating <laughs> system. <laughs> I had a conversation That's with a, a developer problem. today about whether or not, you know, it's like, oh, this seems like a lot of betas. And I was like, well, my my feeling on it is, you know, hey, it's great that they're taking all this time to fix things. And he's like, well, my impression is they must be breaking a lot of crap along the way. Like, if they keep releasing betas, it's because they haven't got it right yet. <laughs> I was like, those are two different sides of the same coin. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I haven't tried any of the betas this time around. I figured I would wait for the uh, the the new release. It's only a point release. Oh, I like the betas, man. I, that night shift mode, whatever it's called. Do you know what it is? What's is it, it called? Night shift? Is it called night shift? Night Rider. I'm a, I'm a big fan night of the man. night rider. Uh, I haven't. Yeah. Is it, I believe in it. <laughs> um... <laughs> And you think it exists? I think it exists. And no, but when I like, so when you put in battery saving mode, which I sometimes have to do right around, you know, the late hours where you would want night shifting mode to do to kick in by default, the battery saving mode turns off night shift. Mm -hmm. And then you can go same as like with airplane mode, you can turn Wi-Fi or Bluetooth back on. If you are so inclined, you can turn back on night shift mode. And those few seconds in between when I enabled low battery mode and uh, re-engage the night shift it's like I can't even look at the phone it's like you've just woken up in the morning you're like oh my god put that away it's like it's crazy how different it is while still remaining totally uh, usable so that's all I'm saying are you um, are you password protecting all your notes I am not password protecting my notes but I did in light of the FBI change to a you know a full on passphrase instead of a six digit code I believe you did that on the air I did it's true <laughs> good times <laughs> did i tell you that's guys what, the password people tune i love in. dan and john that's, that's sure the password. yeah but all the o's are 27 <laughs> uh yeah well i don't know i'm looking forward to ios 9.3 in the new os 10 release but i don't know that they're i don't know it seems like they i wonder if they're doing a lot of stuff sort of under the hood to prep for whatever's next is this os 10 announcement time too At yeah almost certainly thing? wow the, the whatever 10 11 4 is that what it is Whatever is the next? Jeez. Yeah, ten eleven four. Change the name, right? It's Apple seed, OS I, I just went to forever. Mac Rumors as we were talking about this. Apple Seeds seventh OS ten ten point eleven point four. I I'm going back. Incidentally, I believe we made a bet at some point. I don't think this will come to apply here, but I, I'm guessing at WWDC oh. the Mac OS bet, yeah. where uh, it, they changed the the name to Mac OS with a lowercase M. I'm still hundred percent on really, that train. Did we really bet that? Someone bet against me. I don't think that's happening. So I would have bet against you. Oh, okay. I'm. See, I'm I think convinced. it. I think it. Pro I mean, I don't. I don't remember what I said, but I think. It, <laughs> I think it's probably happening. I think you were all doubters. I didn't want it. I think I didn't want it to happen, but um, I was. Apple I doesn't don't, care. What I don't you think want, I would. John. Exactly. Well, that's <laughs> obvious. Because here we are. They only care what Lex wants. 
Um, yeah, I, I hope that happening. if they do ever do that, that the uh, the marquee feature is a whole bunch of new built-in macros. So it's macos macros. That'd be good. <laughs> I'm totally on board with it. OS 10 has gotten increasingly ridiculous. It doesn't fit. It sounds old. Like we've been on the 10th version, though. We've been on OS 10 for 16 years. <laughs> So you think they'll just lop off? Uh, I think it'll just be Mac OS again. That's what it used to be. And take the 10, so it'll be... Toss it. The current version will be 11.3. I think it will be Mac OS... No, Which, no. I think they'll keep that... It's, currently, it's OS 10, 10.11. I know. It's stupid. So I think it's going to be Mac OS 10 point... You know what? I would not be shocked <laughs> if they also decide to go, hey, you know what? We're calling it Mac OS 11. Just yeah, deal with right. it. <laughs> like, like, I think that if they call it... I, th- I think if they called it Mac OS 11, it's with a capital M. That's all I'm saying. No, lowercase. Lowercase, no space in between. Like TVOS, oh watchOS, yeah. iOS. Yeah. It's yeah. they're gonna they're gonna standardize I it. I think he's right. What? So I'm I, and I'm, I I don't want you to be right, which is why I'm betting against. Yeah, that. <laughs> I understand. No, I understand that impulse. I'm totally okay with it. I it should be Mac OS. Why not? Because it looks stupid. <laughs> you don't have to be a good it reason. Has been a, you don't it has like been change. a long time. It has been a long time under this yoke. Oh, I'm happy to change the name. I just don't want it to be a stupid lowercase intercapped word. That's what's Everything be. else is lowercase, man. I yeah. think that's, Get with the it times. made sense for iOS. I get when it, you put E.E. E. Cummings in charge of your product development, <laughs> yeah, this really. is going to happen. Yeah, listen, <laughs> if they do that, then I want Tim Cook to start writing his name with a lowercase t. Yeah, I, I wouldn't believe. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's probably trademarked. <laughs> this, this is, is Tim, Tim intercap capital C Cook. <laughs> All is one word. Tim Cook. I mean, you saw when they got snarky with the government and called it government OS with no space between it and the FBI uh, in the in the court case. It did have a, it was capitalized G though. It was capitalized G. I'll give you that. Amen. It's very yeah. That's very strange, isn't it? Shouldn't have been that. Dan, I think if I recall, the bet was a thousand dollars. So get ready. No, you're giving me a thousand dollars. If you're giving me a thousand dollars. I don't have a thousand dollars, but I'll solve your last black box puzzles for you. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's worth a thousand dollars. That's worth more than a thousand dollars, my friends. <laughs> huh. Well, are we done? I guess so. It seemed to peter <laughs> out here finished. all of a sudden. Uh, yeah, I think we, uh, we, lost, uh, we lost Steve someplace. <laughs> well, we're on top of this. <laughs> we did all right. 